Awesome. Well, um, I'm usually really bad at compliments, so I was like super awkward sitting there. But thank you. Um, something that I need to work on. Uh, and thank you, everyone. Like it's a packed house. It's kind of crazy. I was. It was. Uh, it was looking a little grim because <laughs> at 11. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm so you know honored. First, uh, for all of you who are streaming. Uh, are we good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all of you streaming, thank you for coming out. Special shout out to my wife. Um, she's back home taking care of our little fur baby. You're MVP. Thank you for giving me the time to come up here. Um, all right. So now that that's you know wrapped up, um, I would love to just begin. I'll do a little quick intro, um, but you can put up the first slide. Um, cool. Ooh. All right, we see some uh, unintended technical difficulties, but we'll work with it. So my name is Jonathan. Um, I've been coming out to 99, uh, like on and off from like 2019. Um, I was uh, doing an internship here and I wanted to really plug in with the community. Um, and I just fell in love with Pastor Mick and Krista and 99 as a church. And so um, 2020, after my wife and I got married, we moved up to San Francisco from L.A. Anyone from L.A.? Yeah, okay, we got a couple L.A. people. Uh, yeah, you know, we're from L.A. Uh, we talk a little, like, a little ghetto sometimes. So if, I, if that comes out as I'm talking, like, there's no disrespect. It's more of a, a thing I'm working through. But I'll try to be as, you know, clear and concise as possible. Um, yeah, and we've been here for a year uh, recently, we just moved down to South Bay, um, so we're, uh, you know, if anyone's there, you know, holler at us, we can hang out. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to share this word. Um, so the title that I had it for is like, ready, set, and then dramatic pause, right? Um, so, you know, just to begin, I think I really started to reflect on the last year, right? Um, I know a lot of us with 2020 being, you know, coronavirus and all the stuff, there's a lot of things that happen in that. Um, and there's things that um, I realized, like, affected me during that year that I didn't really, like, know until I was preparing for the sermon. Um, one of those things was I started, like, eating a lot. I don't know. I don't know if it's because we're like staying at home and like you know you can't go out. I started like eating a lot and a lot and like I use that as a way to kind of like suppress some of the emotions, right? Like if I'm eating like greasy food, I feel really good. And so um, I had this tension. But also when I was like seeing like people doing workout videos and stuff, I was also like, wow, that's really cool. Like I want to do that. So I would like jump on for like a week and do like you know like. 30 sit-ups and like, you know, like try to try to keep myself motivated. And um, it was pretty hard, right? It was really hard. Um, and then if we go to the next slide, um, what really kind of started me recently and even reflecting was um, what you should see is uh, the Olympics logo, which is now all, you know, um, the, like when I was watching the Olympics, uh, it was so like inspiring. I was like, oh my gosh, like, these people are just incredible human beings. Like, they, you know, besides, you know, the fact that they were also part of the pandemic and had to deal with their, you know, 
training, they had to rework and rethink things, but to really stay consistent during that time and then to perform and to like win gold medals and like, yeah, represent their country. It was just so, I was like, wow, these people are almost like superheroes. I was like, wow. And I'm here like door dashing, you know, Chipotle, right? And so I was like, wow. And then, um, you know, obviously there's so many people I can highlight, but um, I want to, you know, take a moment to highlight someone that really inspired me. So if we go to the next slide. Ooh, it's kind of it's kind of like graphic. I don't know, graphic design, even though it's all messed up. Um, but <laughs> what what this is is um, it's actually um, a fencing gold medalist. So uh, she is actually uh, the first American individual fencing champion to win gold. And and so her name is Lee Keffer, I believe Kiefer Keffer. Um, but her story was like when I saw her, you know. On, this, on the stage and like winning that gold medal, it was so emotional and I was like, wow, that's crazy. It looks so cool. Um, but what really attracted me about the story was actually an interview um, that she did after which um, highlights her process. Um, so what happened in this interview was um, she actually admitted that um, after the previous Olympics, I believe in Rio, um, she was going to uh, retire because she actually didn't place on podium. She didn't do as well as she thought. And so um, I think it was like a lot of things, like you know, thinking about her future, thinking about knowing how hard it is to actually be an Olympic gold medalist. Um, she was processing through that. And so for her, this was a really, like, really big moment, not just because it's a gold medal, and I think all of us know, like, wow, that's already very you know, prestigious, but... Um, the fact that she had to wrestle with, like, should I continue this? Like, I'm passionate about it, but it's so hard. Like, I have to train again and all this stuff. And she probably didn't even expect, like, the pandemic to be a part of that process too, right? Like, she didn't know that's what she was signing up for. And so, yeah, that, that story really was like, wow, like, that's super cool. But then I dug a little deeper, right? Like, why, why am I, like, so attached and, like, resonating with her story? Um, and I think that's kind of the basis that I want to start our sermon with, um, which is the next slide. What will it take for me to be an athlete of faith? Um, so I think when I was hearing Keffer's story, the reason why that her tension between whether she should continue, whether she should fight on to really be committed and go another year for her Olympic medal um, I find that I wrestle with that in my spiritual journey. I feel like there are times where I'm, like, really motivated, right? Like, really, like, yes, like, I'm going to be a great Christian. <laughs> like, I'm going to love my coworkers, like, well, right? Or, like, I'm going to read the Bible every day. I don't read the Bible every day, right? And, and there's these times, but there's also times where it's, like, really hard. There's times where I'm, like, gosh, like, why is it so hard to, you know, love the person that just cut me off on the road, right, and made me, like, slam my brakes? Or, oh, why is it hard when I'm dealing with a difficult coworker or somebody or even family members, right? And there is this tension, and I realized there is a similarity within that story and our spiritual journeys. And um, I wanted to really talk about um, something that I reflected on in the Word. Um, so if we go to the next slide. 
this is the main passage I want to talk about today and just kind of break down a little bit about the, the processes that I have as a Christian in my spiritual journey, um, the things that I can look to the scripture that helps me to build some things or a guideline um, that will help me to be successful, right? Um, and so if we dig in here, uh, next slide. We'll go step by step. And so actually, sorry, one step back. Is that okay? <laughs> we'll read this uh, passage first and then I'll go into it. So uh, Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand at the throne of God. Amen. Um, yeah, so let's just go into it. Um, in the next slide, I just want to start, like, it kind of, for me, feels like there are certain steps to this, to this verse, so I'm going to talk a little bit through that. Um, so the first step, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. So, John, like you say it so easily, right? <laughs> like the Bible is like so straightforward. But it's, I recognize like for me, this is a really hard step. Like if I think about, you know, an athlete's journey, um, it might be kind of the beginning part of their journey. It might be the part where, um, you know, they're really just like going, doing day in and day out, or, you know, they're really contemplating the journey. Like, for example, um, Kefir's story, like she's really contemplating, right? Like there are these things that are coming up that could be weighing on her. And I find in my spiritual journey sometimes there are things that really weigh on me. There are things that make it really hard for me to, you know, pursue my faith. Um, you know, there's one thing where for me, I've always kind of struggled with like spiritual practices. Um, I don't know why, but I do know that I don't like reading. So that could be the reason why the Bible is hard for me to read. But it could also be other things. It could be like, oh, the Bible is scary. Or um, even not even reading the Bible, like praying. It's like, oh, like it's hard to get in the zone and like pray. There's, there's so many things that kind of like weigh on me. Um, and, you know, to even go like a little broader, more something relatable, we all go through stuff in our life, right? Like, we, um, you know, I might be, like, buttoned up here at Sunday service, whatever, but, you know, I'm a human being. I have family. I have, you know, a job. I have all the stuff, and there are things that I go through in that that sometimes, like, discourages me. Sometimes it weighs on me, you know? Um, you know, we talked about it today during prayer. Globally, things happen that weigh on us, like, the things in the world, right, the, our political climate, you know, world relationships, all that stuff. And it's, I, I want to take a time to recognize first that this verse, it's, it's very, like, reassuring. It's very reassuring in the sense that, like, I kind of feel seen. That if, if this verse was not here for me, and it just said, let's run with endurance. I feel like it would have been a little different. I feel like it's recognizing that there are things that are 
challenging in our lives. There are things that we're going to wrestle with and deal with, um, and that's that's normal. And um, yeah, I think that that's something that, again, yeah, it's really reassuring. So something that I took from this um, specific part was, if you go to the next slide, like, how do I lay it aside? Like, I recognize there's these things that, that weigh on me, and there are these things that I have to really think about and actively lay aside. And how do I really do that as a Christian? Um, and if we can go to the next slide. I think, again, the reason why I feel really reassured, um, not only that it's because I feel seen that these are things that I can deal with and go through, and it's part of my spiritual journey, but in Romans 5, 3 to 4, it says, cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. And I think part of the reassurance is also knowing that our faith is around the fact that God allows us to come to him with these things. God allows us to bring, you know, the insecurities that I face, the fears that I face, um, and be able to cast it on him, you know, and he is our strength that we lean on. And that, I think, further helps me to feel reassured. It helps me feel safe on this journey. Um, Yeah, so um, if we can move to the second one. So let's just move, as we move down this passage, Next part is, let us run with endurance, the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus. So this is interesting for me because, uh, you know, as I was, like, thinking, um, you know, like, sometimes, like, random Bible, like, passages come to your mind. I don't know, is that just me? Maybe that's just me. But, like, it's, like, I don't know the exact Bible verse, like, where it is, but I'll be able to be, like, yeah, like, we're running a race that's, like, somewhere in the Bible, right? Like, you know, like, that, that kind of happens to me. We're like, oh, yeah, patience. Yeah, 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 patience. Yeah, I don't know exactly where, but I know, like, I know there's something about patience, right? So, um, I, I, like, when I was reading this, I remember, and I was, like, prepping for the sermon, I was like, yeah, no, we are, we are in a race, right? Right, where is that from? And, and kind of that's how I found this passage, but, um, yeah, like, that's a really interesting thing that I've been I got to reflect um, as I wanted to share. It was like, hmm, like, am I actively thinking about my spiritual journey as a race? Like, I think, you know, being honest as I was reflecting, I felt like it was a little hard. Um, growing, I grew up in church, like, most of my life, and the kind of, like, schedule of church was always, like, Sunday, wake up in the morning, like, you know, mom's waking you up, like, hey, get ready for church, or whatever, like, she's making food in the kitchen, and I'm, like, you know, frantically, like, trying to, like, get ready, and then, you know, go to, go to church, Um, and that was, like, always in my mind, like, Sunday, 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 right, like, once a week, once a week, and so, even, like, you know, throughout college, and things like that, like, when I thought about, like, oh, my schedule, or, like, my church or my spiritual journey, it it re- it revolved a lot on Sunday. It was like, oh, it's the time I'm going to dedicate to go to church, meet other people, have fellowship. Um, and then when I like 
kind of was reading this sermon about like, oh, we are, let us run with endurance this race that's set before us. I was like, I wonder if I was like a race athlete, I'll be like, once a week training game day, <laughs> like, like, oh, I got to run a marathon. And then I'm like, oh, you know, my training days are Saturdays only. And like, it's going to be from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then everything else is my time, right? Like there, I realized, and if we can go to like the next um, slide, it's like being part of a race, it kind of requires a certain mindset. Like people who are athletes, people who are um you know, really dedicated to, like, wanting to do well in that race or in that competition, they they really, like, put everything around that, right? It's, like, sometimes here, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, you don't have a social life when you're an athlete or things like that, but it's, like, I mean, that's kind of, like, intense. I think, I think social life is important, but, you know, they have a certain mindset and approach. Um, I love, sorry, if I put Ying on blast, but, like, when I first met Ying, uh, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> when I first met Yig, I was, like, so impressed because we would go out after church meals, and then we're, like, eating, like, whatever. They're like, oh, like, let's pick a restaurant. And Ying took out his, like, meal to prepare his body for bodybuilding. And I was, like, I kind of, like, I was, like, oh, I feel bad now. I feel like I should have, like, brought stuff, too, or, like, you know, like, what's going on? And he's, like, oh, no, it's cool. Like, this is what I got to do. Like, I have a, you know, I have a meet coming up, and, like, you know, I'm preparing, and I was like, wow, and so, like, even around that, it's like, there's a mindset that people are having, and so, like, this got me thinking, like, what is our mindset in our spiritual journey, if we are, you know, thinking about, or if I'm thinking about, I want to be an athlete of faith, what would my, you know, mindset be, um, and so, you can go to the next slide, so I think what's interesting, and I'll read this first, is Romans 12, Two says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. Um, I want to highlight here really um, the will of God. Um, I, I realize that in my spiritual journey, something that I struggle in my race is to be asking what is the will of God. I think um, when I'm looking at my spiritual journey, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I have a general idea of what I think is good. Right? I, I have a general, like, even things that I just said off the top of my head, right? which is like reading the Bible or like praying or being nice to your coworkers. Like there's these things that I, I am projecting um, in terms of like what I think is a right mindset I should have um, and what is the priority. And I think this really challenges me and challenges me in my spiritual journey because, you know, unlike other athletes who their primary focus, for example, is to win a gold medal or to be the best athlete in their, you know, sport, for us as, you know, athletes of faith, our focus is like primary thing is, to do the will of God, to understand and do the will of God. And I get challenged by that because um, in order for me to know what I'm doing as an athlete of faith, I need to ask God and I need to be talking with God about this and understanding I have a greater um, clarity on what his will is over my life is. Um, 
a practical example um, is, you know, you know, with the pandemic and everything, um, a lot of people had left SF. And um, some of my close friends, um, you know, had left recently. And we were like, me and, me and my wife were like thinking like, yeah, like, you know, should we, should we leave or like, what's going on? Like, what, what should we do? Like, what is our, you know, and we, we had to confront this question. And we realized this question wasn't the first question we asked. You know what I mean? Like, the first question that I asked was, what's the most practical decision? Like, what's, what's going to be the most efficient decision for me and my wife? And I was like, and then we, we were, like, talking, and it was like, but what does God want? <laughs> you know? And that was, like, maybe, like, the third or fourth question that we asked. And I think... Um, this verse is like such a, a good reminder for me that the race mindset that I want to have, that I want to continue to push myself to have, is to be able to go before God and ask him, God, what do you want? What do you want me to do? And that's, and that's just the beginning. That's the trajectory of running the race, right? And the second thing that I want to go into is this one, Romans 5, 3, 4. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character. Sorry, I just had like a brain fart. Character, hope. I thought I was saying a different word than character. Um, So this one is, I think, um, also a challenging one. I think... Maybe I didn't say it enough, but I'm fully recognizing that an athlete of faith and the race that we have set before us is a challenging one. And I hope that if there's someone who doesn't think it is, I praise you and I want to learn from you to be like, how is it not challenging, right? Um, But what what I love about this is, um, again, with that race mindset um, as an athlete of faith, you know, it's... I want to be really clear. I don't think this verse is saying, go out hunting for suffering, right? Like, it's not, it's like, hey, there's glory in suffering. So, like, go out and, like, hurt yourself and, like, you know what I mean? Like, go out into the, like, craziest place and, like, you know, it's 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 more of just, I think, a, a f- almost a fact of, like, oh, no, like, with suffering, there's something that happens there when you go through it. Right? It's, there's like a process within suffering that produces the ability to be like, oh, like, wow, I, I was able to go through this. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like when you work out, like, I, so I've been working out recently, um, felt the conviction of the Lord, watched the Olympics, right? <laughs> and I was like, right, I got to work out. You know, when you first start, I was like, oh my gosh, 15 pounds feels like 45 pounds. Like, I don't know. Is that just me? Like, I was like, oh, what? Like, where is the strength, Lord, right? And, uh, yeah, I was, I was really like, whoa. And, and then, like, I went the next day, right? And the next day, I'm, like, scared. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, like, suffered with 15 pounds. Like, how am I going to do this again? And I do it, and then it's, like, a little bit better. Like, a, just a little bit. And you're like, oh. but then in your head, you're like, oh, like, I can do this right? Like, oh, like, I, 
15 pounds wasn't as bad as yesterday. And then you go the third day, and then the 15 pounds is like even better than the first day, right? Not as bad as like the second day, but way better than the third day. And as you keep doing that, you see like, oh, you're, you can now push more weight. You can, you know, carry more things. You can run longer. Um, and so I think it's more of just saying like, hey, there is something that happens when we, su- when we go through suffering. And that is also something to keep in mind when we are in this race of our spiritual journey. Like, I want to keep in mind, like, those moments that I do go, I'm, like, in a place of, like, oh, man, this is hard, God. Like, loving this coworker is really hard right now. Or, like, oh, my family, really hard right now, right? But knowing that it will produce something. The fact is that that will, you know, increase my heart. That will, you know, help me to, um, you know, go on my journey, go on my spiritual journey. And so, yeah, that's that's something that I, I want to wrap up with that one. Uh, and then the third part, and this is the final piece, um, is, you know, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of God. I love this, like, ending to this verse because... Um, it's like, it's so hopeful. For me, it's so hopeful in the sense, like, I kind of look at it as, like, when somebody, like, went through something very similar, and they're like, hey, like, it's okay. Like, you're, you're going to get through it. I, I, um, I, used to, I used to be part of, like, a mission organization uh, when I was 19. And um, I remember I spent a lot of time with the, the, the older folks, um, the kind of, like, veterans of of mission missions right they're like dedicated their life doing like 25 years in pakistan you know like all this stuff and the thing that i thought was really funny was like they would say things like like i'll be like oh i come to them and like oh i'm really like struggling with this i'm like really struggling with like like reading the bible i don't know why it's so hard for me right and then (laughs) you know you would think like people would be like oh yeah you know i understand or like yeah, you know, you got to do it like this, or, you know, maybe this will help you and give you, like, some kind of guidance, right? Literally, they'll just be like, it's okay. And I'm like, what? Like, what, what, what? are you saying it's okay? It's so foreign to me. And they're like, yeah, dude, you're fine. Like, how old are you? The, the first thing they'll ask, how old are you? I was like, uh, uh, 19? Yeah, you're fine, dude. He's like, I'm, I'm 70. And like, you know, like, it's, and it was like, it was like so reassuring. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I have hope. Like, this person who, like, lived, like, twice as long uh, than I did, you know, is telling me kind of, like, hey, it's okay. Like, don't worry. Uh, it's, kind of, it's the feeling that I get with this. It's, like, God has gone through the things that, you know, we've gone through, or Jesus has. And, you know, the fact that we can look to Jesus and be, like, yes, like, Jesus is kind of just saying, like, it's all good. It's all good. Like, yeah, I know. I know it's hard, but it's, it's okay. It's all good. You got this. And having that kind of like almost this last moment of like a cheerleader moment is so like, wow. Just to remember, which is the the last point I want to make, is that God knows how hard it is. Um, And he knows where you are in your journey, in your spiritual walk. Um, And he understands because he's he's lived it. He's gone through it. um, And he's there for you. Um, 
And so, yeah, that um, kind of wraps up my sermon for today. Um, I think um, something that I wanted to do uh, at the end um, as I wrap up um, and, and pray and end the service is I uh, just want to take a time for us to reflect. Um, this sermon, honestly, was really helpful for me because it allowed me to reflect. It allowed me to think about the things that I might not be thinking about at this moment. And it could be the things like the first part of the verse. There might be things that are weighing on me. And I have, I have to, like, confront that. I have to go look in and say, what are these things? And, like, take it to God. Um, there might be times where I feel like I'm going, but I'm not doing the best. And I might be hearing God saying, hey, it's okay. You got this. And so I really want to challenge us during this you know, maybe a couple minutes um, in this last song to ask God, like, hey, God, like, you know, I want to know where I'm at. Or even to ask yourself, where am I at? And talk with the Lord about that. Um, because I truly believe that we are all in this race. Our races and the things that we go through, the things that weigh on us, the things that we have to endure are different. But our God is the same God. Our God is a God who carried the cross for us and died for our sins, and he really knows and really understands. And so, yeah, if we could just take that time to connect with him and connect um, around what we want to be as hopefully athletes of our faith. So, yeah.